0: This episode of The Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by The Finish Line Script Competition. In its sixth year, The Finish Line Script Competition is the only script competition run by ex-literary managers. Six plus pages of actionable development notes are available to you, or you can submit your script as is. Scripts can be rewritten and resubmitted for free. Any time throughout the competition, over 40 mentors read and meet with the winners and the competition staff itself works with many semifinalists on getting their material read throughout the industry. They are here to help writers succeed by improving your script along the way and making sure you get opportunities when your material is ready. So check out what's happening at finishlinescriptcomp.com. Now open for submissions.
1: Be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminished and the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes there's of Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more no game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the
2: Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. When we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it 1,000, y'all. That's what we do on this show. We keep it Wakanda, we keep it 100, we keep it all kind of shit. <laughs> um, you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Little disclaimer: Lisa Bolacaja is out working on, a, on her novel. Um, Chris Derrick is on script on his big ass fucking TV show. He can't tell everybody about. <laughs> and but so you got me in the house, you know, here with my guest. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get into the show. So today we got my man <clears throat> Eric Jordan Tidwell. Do you go do you go by all that, Eric, or you just go by Eric Jordan?
3: That's a good question. I um I mean that's. That's a really good question. So I prefer <laughs> to go by it all. Um okay. I, it, originally it was um just Eric Titwell, right? Okay. I mean because that's okay. my first and last name, you know that's what everybody just you know that's what you sign on the check. So okay. um everybody was saying Eric Titwell, but that's but growing up that was my dad's name. I'm uh-huh. not a junior. We have different middle names. So, you know, um everybody would call him Eric and everybody yeah. would just call me Jordan. Um <laughs> so you know, I thought that, you know, Eric Titwell was a name that was already built. I'm like, you know, he he's already right. established hit that right. name. So let me just let me build up the Eric <laughs> Jordan. So mm-hmm. I started doing the Eric Jordan for a while. But then, you know, it just it felt like it wasn't all of me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like like the my last name, you know, You're covers mature, all of my family. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> like my last name covers all of my family and. You know, my father was able to successfully build that name up in in Michigan and Detroit.
2: You know, oh,
4: you but I, I want
3: to. I am
2: born and so
4: raised. I.
3: My man. I knew what it was up caring. though. <laughs> what up though? <laughs> I was just high?
2: born there though. I lived there for like two years, and then we were gone.
3: Uh, born and raised. Born and raised. Oh
2: my family's there still. You know, we yeah, hung. we got a
3: um, we got a, a, a Titwell Construction building on uh Grand River and Finkel right there. So. Um, But yeah, man, so, um, you know, pretty much, you know, I I felt like I have been blessed to be able to take that name even further, you know, and it could be a household name. Um, So, you know, I'm and I don't know any other famous Tidwells, so I could be the (laughs) first. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of famous Jordans.
2: Right, right, right. (laughs) So everybody, let's welcome to the show. Eric Jordan Tidwell. Uh, one of the stars of the new hit series. It's on uh, TV One and um, uh, what's the other network? I always forget what it's called. My Clio TV. Clio TV. I know we're yeah. talking about my yeah. um, TV One and Clio TV. Yeah, man. Emmy nominated show. What's up, man? Welcome to the show, buddy.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having yeah, me. Happy yeah, to, to be to here.
2: Happy. For sure. I'm sure Lisa. Lisa is probably a huge fan of this show. She loves shit like this. So nice. you know, i nice. like a black black. Um, Soap opera to some extent, but but mm-hmm. but it's, it takes it a step further, I think mm-hmm. you know we 'll we'll get into the show of tough love and all that um, so let 's go back and tell everybody you, like you started to so say you was from Detroit, you know like where are you from and how you even got into the game in the first place
3: so um you know, like I said, just growing up in Detroit, Michigan, uh, you know it's never ever thought about doing anything like this. Um, I actually grew up doing construction that's what my family has done for generations, and uh, at one point in time, I knew that that wasn't something that I wanted to keep doing um, just because I saw that, you know, it was, it, was, it was something cool, but I just I wanted to do something more. Um, so I actually got my own independent job uh, working at Chrysler and growing up um, in Michigan, you know, with the automotive industry um, being one of the biggest companies in the world, a lot of people worked there and for 30 years and retired. And that's pretty much like um, one of the premier jobs, uh, you know, growing up where I come from. And uh, even with going through that process, you know, I was working there for two years. But you know, I, I knew that I, I still wanted to see more of the world. So there was a girlfriend that I had at the time who had just moved back from Atlanta, and I met her through a mutual friend. And this was when social media was kind of just starting to pick up some some momentum. And she was doing um Instagram modeling back before it was called uh influencer <laughs> before before influencers was a word. Exactly. You know, she was just an IG model. Um so she was doing her thing and she would also go to like um different auditions and casting calls and uh runway shows and stuff like that um locally in Michigan. And I, I you know, on the weekends I would support her when I'm off work, you know, just take her, um, you know, wait in the lobby, things like that. And one day I was waiting in the lobby. Um For her, and sitting there on my phone, lady comes over to me and has me a paper like you know here um you know if you 're auditioning, you need to fill out this form, and I, I just kind of look at her you know at the side of my eye like I'm, I'm do I look like a model like'm <laughs> like this that 's not what i 'm here pretty, for pretty you know i 'm yeah, like come <laughs> on man like that's that 's definitely not what what I'm, what I'm here for. I never thought about doing nothing like that. I mean, obviously, I'm sitting here watching what's going on, but you know, I never pictured myself in that situation. Um, but she, she asked me that, and at the time, uh, me and my girlfriend were kind of um, at odds, so I thought it would be something that uh, fun to kind of like do together. So I walk over and ask her, you know, I'm like, you know, hey, this lady just asked me to audition, blah blah blah, like she's saying they need guys. You know what you think? She like, well, if you want to do it, whatever. So I just kind of monitor what's going on. And it just really seems simple. Like you walk in a straight line, you pose at the end and walk back. Okay, like I can I do that. <laughs> you know, like I can do that. So I, I, I do it, um, audition, get casted, um, and do the show as I'm first. And then I, I remember like going through the rehearsals and just like, you know, having a good time with the... Uh, You know, just that that whole um, camaraderie, just being around those kind of people and stuff like that. But hey, I gotta
2: interrupt you right quick because I just gotta say because you you trying to slip away from it. I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. What's going on? What's happening? You trying to slide on? Not telling everybody your body is ridiculous, by the way. I got Uh, the tape. I see you. So was Uh, your party like that back then or did you did you become like that?
3: Nah, so that's that's actually very that's the next part of the story. So um so after so after uh doing so after all the rehearsals and getting there to the show, like mind you, like I said, you know, I'm growing up in Detroit working in construction, so I'm used to like, you know, being dirty, scratched up, you know, tore down, and that's (laughs) that's really why I didn't want to do that. Um and you know, here it is, and I'm in the in the you know backstage at a fashion show, and you know we talking about models, so you know it's beautiful people, there's designers, makeup artists, there's so many like moving pieces. You know, all these all these fresh clothes I ain't never seen. You know, custom clothes too. So it's like, you know, I'm just like in in some shit I ain't never seen before, <laughs> and it's just like um it's it's a little overwhelming, but it's like it's like exciting at the same time. And uh, mind you, um, like I said, when I had auditioned, the lady told me, like, they need a guy. So it wasn't like a lot of guys in the show. It was only like five know. or six of us and all mm. girls. So everybody <laughs> wanted to take a picture with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, And we're in the back with the model. So we're just, you know, we're chilling. It's just a great time. And, that's, and And I remember when it was time for me to go out and, you know, I walked out into the show you know, getting an applause and just hearing like screams and stuff like that. And mind you, like I didn't have any like friends or anybody like there because like, you know, at that time I wasn't really like taking it seriously. Like it was just something I was just doing, you know, just to do with her. So it wasn't like nobody was coming out to support, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, I'm I'm in the middle of the fashion show and it's like a room full of people I don't know or just met and I'm getting applause and like praise for something that, You know, it's my first time doing. And after that, um, you know, I just remember walking around and people asking me to like, hey, can you model for me? Can you do this shoot for me? Blah, blah, blah. And it just, it really just grew from there. And Mm -hmm. at that point in time, um, a a personal trainer actually found my Instagram Mm -hmm. and asked me to help him build up his clientele. He pretty much was like, hey, you know, I see you a model and you know, I'm sure that requires a lot of this, that and the other, like you said, Mm -hmm. being in shape. and you know, blah blah blah. And he was like, you know, hey, you know, I give you um, free personal training if you, you know, promote my business and help me get clients. And that's that's where my um, my weight training and yeah. um, my my body came from. Honestly, it was from him uh, contacting me. And it's so funny were, too because were you, already, uh,
2: were you already pretty lean at the time? You I just was lean. Or I,
3: I, I was already lean. I was about like 170 pounds, and then I went from 170 to 205 in like three and a half months.
2: Wow! So you was about my weight. I'm about 174, 175, something like that.
3: Yeah, I put on 30 pounds in like three wow. months. Is, the name of his company is called Billionaire Bodies, and it's uh, it's I mean not billion, billion dollar bodies. Okay. And right. that's in uh, that's in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Right. So yeah, no, that was that's where that came from, and wow. um, just kept that going all the way up until I moved to New York.
2: So what's your your diet must be pretty intense not even man mm-hmm. like
3: i yeah because um when you when you work out a lot you burn a lot of calories so believe yeah. it or not i still do eat a lot of junk
4: um you <laughs> know uh, I, I do too. i, still, I yeah, got a
3: big uh, sweet too um but i try and transition that to like like fruits you know like tasty mm-hmm. tasty snacks you know nice. instead of just like candy and uh, popcorn <laughs> 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 um but yeah now i also eat um I, I eat chicken you know a lot of a lot of chicken. Um, you know, brown rice is, you know, preference, um, vegetables, of course, um, fish. Um, I still eat, uh, pork, you know, like I eat ribs and stuff like that. I don't really, I'm not allergic to anything, so I don't really have like any, um, dietary restrictions or anything like that. And I think, um, also too, just genetics was, um, a blessing in that direction as well. How, How tall are you? I'm six feet tall.
2: Oh, so you're perfect to be in New York modeling and shit then
3: yeah and um but but what's funny is that I was actually um at two o five I was too mm. big um mm. i was I was um a lot uh you know heavier than mm-hmm. the models my, you know and that that was something that um w- which is i think one of the reasons why I started going more towards acting because I didn't want to lose the weight when I was in new york um a lot of them wanted me to lose weight a lot mm-hmm. of the agencies that uh I wanted to sign with wanted me to lose weight. Um, because right. they said I was I was too big. Because modeling is is about the clothes. It's not Glad about my, my body. Fit into those clothes, yeah, 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 modeling is about the clothes. It's not about right. my body. Like my body mm-hmm. is a plus, but they they rather people look at the clothes than, than my mm-hmm. body. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. They they wanted me to lose the weight, but you know like I said, I was walking around my whole life at 170. So, you know, 200, I'm a different dude now. You know, I I ain't ain't no kid no more. (laughs) And it's funny too, because even with that extra weight, um, a lot of people started thinking I was older, you know, and and also I was raised by a mother and father. So I have maturity and stuff like that. Um, So everybody just thought I was older because I was I was bigger than most, most dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that really mm-hmm. like also, I think, um, opened a lot of doors for me.
2: Nice. It's funny because when I, when I finished high school, I was 5'6". I was probably 140, 135 or some shit. Oh, Tiny. wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as high school finished, like in the next year, I grew four inches. So mm-hmm. I grew up, I'm 5'10 and a half right now. Okay, right. and a half. And so and a half. Shut up! <laughs> my husband always teases me, about half that means you ain't really that. <laughs> but true. and so so um um so I'm like all into like keeping your body right, you know, like, and I'm I'm fifty, you know, mm-hmm. myself, and so you do look it. Like, brother. Just pretty. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell. <laughs> and so. <laughs> And, and, and so I grew up, I grew up in the Bay Area, you know, and all that stuff. So I've, you nice. know, I've done, I've done everything. I've, 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 I've toured and danced. I've been in videos with a Hammer. I've done all kind of shit. And nice. so, yeah, I've literally, I've modeled, I've done all that shit, but I never was six feet to do the big runway, but, mm-hmm. I, but I would choreograph big runway stuff.
3: Because yeah. of the uh, yeah, yeah 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 my yeah. dance
2: background you know what I mean yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. That's cool. so and I'm a, I'm a, like a former you know really trained actor you know from theater and you know and all that stuff nice. and so the transition for me being a writer and a, and, a, and a producer was a much easier transition because I understood you mm-hmm. know having directed theater and having directed you know mm-hmm. like I said fashion shows and all these other dance shows and everything so
4: mm-hmm.
2: even even now <clears throat> me and my big production partner that I work with now. We have a um, company that we started together. We call ourselves Mental Duet because we mm. both are former dancers. Like she was in Alvin Ailey and was in Thriller and like all this other stuff. And so the two of us together, when we write, people are like, God, it's like it feels like choreography. It's so visual.
1: Nice. And it's nice. because
2: of that's how we think. Yeah, you know? of course. And as dancers, you know what I mean? So we have that in our head, you mm. know. And so we literally when we go out on pitches, we use that as our... Thing and people are always really curious, and we nine times out of ten will at least get called back and brought back to pretty pit some other shit all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I mean, jump off on that, but I just give you a little insight. You no, know. that's cool.
3: That's super cool. I um, I, I I got a lot of respect for people that um understand both sides of the camera. You know, that's that's really being able to um, you can you can really create great work. You know, and build great relationships because you understand. You know what both sides are thinking, you know what I mean? Like what both sides need. Um, And that's, it's funny too, because, um, you know, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I just recently directed a project that I wrote too. Um, It's called uh, Don't Get Caught Lacking and it's going to be a short, it's like 10 minutes long. Um, Mm -hmm. And because of understanding the other side of the camera as a talent, you know, I was just um, on my set, you know, I had like uh, crafties and, You know, water. I'm, you know, asking people, do they need breaks and, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you start,
2: you start giving them what you would want if you were exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's how you become good at it. You know. And, and not, to, not to interrupt you, but the, your flow, but that's kind of what happened to me is having been talent on some of the biggest stages in the world. I've done movies and TV and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my own trailer. I've had my honey wagon. I've had, you know, all mm-hmm. that. Shit. I've had a certain fee I made a week. <laughs> you
4: mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. So
2: I know what all that it's like. So when I started doing independent work in 2009, my set, even if I was shooting for 50 grand, it felt like a million dollars. Yeah. You know, I knew how yeah. to do that. You know, yeah. I, I still was able to get the chairs for the actors. still was able to make sure they had their own bathroom. I still mm-hmm. was able to do all the things that I wanted.
4: Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm.
2: And here I am, you know, 10 years later, I've produced over 28 projects and I still have that mindset.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: that yeah. I want my actors, they feel like they're on a big budget thing, even if we're doing it for, you know, half a million dollars or whatever. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. And I, I, um, I actually know a lot of, um, professional dancers as mm-hmm. well. So I, I know that, um, you know, you all also get treated um, in the industry worse than actors. So, you know, I'm I'm sure your sets are even even more, um, you know, loving and caring. <laughs> you know, that's, that yeah, I'm, there's, I'm there's no to hear that I'm sorry, there's no yeah, union. I know, yeah, I know. That's what I was about to say. yes. you know, yeah, what I mean? it's like I, it's like a dancers' alliance or something like that. Yeah, I, like there,
2: that ain't nothing. Cause yeah. I remember, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've been in probably I don't know 12, 15 big ass music videos. Mm-hmm. And you probably make three fifty,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> and you rehearse mm-hmm.
2: for a week before you yeah, shoot.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean? It's like it's like it's O D too. Like the rehearsals yeah. be like eight hour days, you know, twelve hour shoots. Like yeah. it's, it, it's a lot. It's a lot for sure. And then yeah. you only get like two fifty or something like that for the rehearsal. It's yeah it's, but it's, you're killing your body. You're killing your body. I don't get it. No, no pieces, hazard pay. Shoulders. No, no, no hazard pay. Like, <laughs> yep. yeah, no, I get it.
2: Indeed, indeed. So, um, let's talk about how you really started becoming an actor. Then, you know, what, um, how did that pivot happen for you?
3: Yeah. So, um, you know, after putting on the weight and just continuing my career in Detroit, um, you know, I started obviously like you know signing up to um, like actors access and different like um, mm-hmm. online profiles. And um, well, not even actors' access at this time. It was model mayhem. So um, I was doing model mayhem, and everything was modeling, modeling, modeling. The only mm-hmm. acting I did was commercials, but it wasn't dialogue. It was you know mm-hmm. just um, emotes. So I'm doing all of that, but I'm getting um, contacts from you know L.A., New York, Florida, you know D.C. People are like asking me like, "Hey, where are you?" Like. You know, hmm. can, you know, can you make it here? Stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and at the time, like, you know, my, my finances wasn't set up for me to just be like paying and get flown, I mm-hmm. mean, to fly everywhere to, you know, potentially do this and potentially hmm. do that and stuff like you that. Said, but you said um, the
2: operative word, potentially. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So,
3: um, you know, and, and, uh, and a lot of the stuff also, too, um, you know, if I would have done it, it would have it would have been more of a detriment to me um, financially. So, you know, at when i saw that i had the possibilities of doing other work it just made me want to get out of detroit even more because clearly that's not what it's known for um
2: hey let me ask you a cool question just keep that thought i apologize um i'm gonna be doing that a little bit we're having a conversation so yeah it's cool it's cool um so in regard to detroit what's what's detroit like um in in modeling and acting like what's, what's what's it considered like i grew up in the bay area in san francisco Mm-hmm. So, like, San Francisco was what they call an A-plus place for commercials back, mm. back, in, back in the 90s when I was com- 80s, 80s and 90s when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. And so, what, what what would you consider Detroit is like for, for acting and modeling there?
3: Well, it's just now um, getting more spotlight because okay. of... As soon as you leave, um, right? <laughs> right? That's funny as fuck. I know. That's funny. <laughs> um, but it's, it's still not even really like... It, it, like Detroit has been uh one of those it's like a family member that everybody know, but don't really fuck with. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like it's like we we love you, we know who you are, like we gonna call you if it's an emergency, but like don't call us we'll call. You, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the city of Detroit, it is. And um, you know, I feel like that's also like the city of the people. So like I mean the spirit of the people. So like growing up, you know, it's like a, like everybody competing against each other and it's mm-hmm. only like right now, like it's probably only like seven serious filmmakers in Detroit. And right. Detroit is a huge city, but it's, you know, um, obviously not fully populated because everybody mm-hmm. leaves. Right. Like, um, but yeah, so it's like probably like seven serious filmmakers and like they're literally like competing with each other. You know, mm-hmm. for the for the same thing. And that's that's one of the reasons why I just really wish that um, people would just explore and see more of the world because then you'll see that like there's more out there for you. Like, you don't you don't have to fight over this one plate because there's, you know, like if you just walk a little more for, further down the road, you'll see it's mm-hmm. a buffet down there. So right. um, um, but yeah, so uh, it's it's definitely just now picking up with the, the filmmaking but with the fashion shows they've mm-hmm. always tried to like do fashion shows and stuff like that but there's no no money in them like you mm-hmm. know the the press is all local press mm-hmm. you know the talent is all local talent the yeah. audience is all family members <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like so yeah like yeah, i made 50
2: dollars for that trip. <laughs>
3: yeah you know what i mean so it's <laughs> like you know like the money they make is from selling tickets and like they have the motto sell tickets like you know it's the So, I mean, like, you know, that's what it is. And um, unfortunately, that's just the circumstances, you know, like the people don't really see the value for that there. You know what I mean? Um, But either way. So, um, you know, I knew that I clearly had some kind of potential that I have not even been able to tap into yet. So I'm, you know, looking through my phone. I'm trying to see who I know in other places, this and the other. I'm at the gym one day and an old family friend of mine, like a big brother, walks in. And um, I get to talking with him. He's living out in New York right now and working security. You know, he tell me that he can get me a job as a security guard if I come to New York. (laughs) Say less, you know what I mean? Say less. I get all of my stuff together, man. I fucking throw a going away party. (laughs) <laughs> um, at a club, I try, you know, all of the ticket, all of the entry fee that people pay to come in to the party is the money that I used to yeah. um, buy my ticket to New York. Well, not even buy my ticket because my mom was working at the airport at the time and got me a buddy pass. Nice. So I, I flew out there on a buddy pass. Used all of that money to like pay for like my first couple of weeks at the room, um, you know, and just like groceries and shit like that, mm-hmm. and you know, just have like a little savings to see like what was about to happen. Um, so now I'm out in New York, um, um, I'm meeting with, with the homie. Um, he like, yeah, you could go meet my manager on Monday. I go meet his manager and his manager tell me that he can't hire me because he said that, um, <laughs> now what I didn't tell you is that the, the homie, he like six, six, right? I'm six feet. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a little different. You know, I am I got some muscle, you know, I'm strong, but, you know, what I mean? like, you know he's six, so it's, it's a different size. Um, so I'm talking to his manager and I'm like, you know, well, you know, I was assured, you know, I'm like, you know, I was assured that, you know, I have a position here, blah, 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 blah. And, um... <laughs> You know, he's like, man, he like, you know, I would love to hire you, like all your paperwork is in order and stuff like that. He like, you know, it's just my client list. He like um they prefer like more intimidating um mm-hmm. presence for security. You're like, like, you know, some pips. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like and I am a model, like I don't look rough <laughs> like I, <don't>
4: look <laughs> like
3: I don't look like awesome. you know what I <laughs> mean? So it's uh, so that's that that was unfortunate. Um but like I told you I had a little bit of savings and now I'm like, okay, well, I told everybody I was leaving. I'm through this fucking going away party. The last thing I'm about to do is fucking turn back around on in my the first month. On, yeah, you're like, like what? Yeah.
4: So I last, I'm
3: from Detroit. You can't do that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm uh, so I'm, I'm I got the little savings. So I'm like, okay, you know what? All these people that I was like emailing back and forth and stuff like that while I was in Detroit. I'm about to just put the pedal to the metal and see what's there. up. So I really just um, kind of made something out of nothing out there and made it happen for two years. And I did New York Fashion Week. I did several shows wow. um, during New York Fashion Week. Um, super, super loved that. And it's funny too because um, I moved to New York. I want to say in like, um, like April, April or May. So by September, you know, I was doing um, doing fashion week. Gotcha. And I was like, damn, like, this is this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> after doing Fashion Week, that's when the acting happened. So after getting done with, um, well, you so know, when with fashion, what year are we talking about? This is 2015. OK, you did. Tell that. Yeah, right. yeah, this is 2015. And I started my career in 2014. Um, wow. So within a year, I moved to New York.
2: And you were um, in Fashion Week
4: wow yeah
3: i know right yeah it's it's it's, it's yeah I'm, it's <laughs> fucking insane i'm like just a kid from detroit exactly. so um and what's even crazier though is at the time like mind you I, I didn't have any like family or relatives that you know paved the way for me um so you know here it is and i'm i'm like figuring it out as i go mm-hmm. you know and um i get i get through uh Fashion Week, and you know, now I'm, I, I've made some connections, you know, my, my um, social media is growing, you know, all of these different little things. And um, I actually get contacted by a production company through a modeling page. They actually Ooh. contacted me through Model Mayhem, asking me to come uh, do a code read for this show called Tough Love, this okay. was in 2015. It had, I, I'm like tough love. What is this? Blah blah blah. I can't like cold read, Like what? They're like, yeah, just come in, just read the lines. You know, I'm like, all right, I, I think I could do that.
4: Right.
3: So I go in. You know, mind you, I, you know, I, I grew up as an athlete too. So you right. know, um, natural competitor. Like you know, how can I challenge? How can I be better? um you know why like like you see the Kobe and MJ poster oh, yeah. in the back so it's like you know right <laughs> like MJ paved the way and Kobe copied it you know right. what i mean so you know how can I how can I be great so i'm i'm looking at um I, I feel confident in it like you know just come in be yourself read the lines that's it i'm like okay i can do that simple i go in read the lines and as i'm reading the lines what's funny and a lot of people don't know this is they actually wanted to cast me for um, one of the six main characters in that first original season. Mm -hmm. The only reason why they did not is because I was so busy with modeling that they um, were worried about my schedule because at the time, Tough Love was still being created. So they were like writing scripts like the week of and then shooting them next week. You know what I mean? So they were very nervous about my consistent (laughs) availability because I was getting paid modeling and they weren't paying for, um, the tough love
2: Let me, let me just ask you really quick. Keep your thought. Did you, did you end up getting an agent and stuff like that there in New York or what?
3: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I, I kept my same manager from Michigan, but when I went to New York, I did get an agent. Um, but unfortunately with the agent, you know, I wasn't really getting any work. Um, most of my work out there was independent. Um, even the tough love thing, like I said, they contacted me through modeling Mayhem. Yeah. Um so, you know, I go in, I do the I do the read. Um like I said, they wanted to cast me for, for Darius, but ended up uh putting me as Keith. And mm-hmm. I, I do I go on set the first day out in New York and that's that's really when I fell in love with acting too. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I'm I and I, I really love that because, you know, with modeling you're you're very strict, you know, you can't really like be super expressive or anything like that um but with acting you know you get to move around you get to you know have fun be different people you know travel you get to you know see different things and like I said just as an athlete you know I like being physical anyway you know like um so you know I'm, I'm on set and um I was really really blessed to with this whole process and, you know, looking back at it and even while I was in it, because the majority of the cast um, out in New York were all um, theatrically trained. Mm. Uh, they all graduated from like some kind of acting school or, you know, <laughs> this another because that's that's how it is out in New York. You know, L.A. is you know, whatever you born with, bring that. <laughs> hey, whatever you, whatever you got, just bring. It.
2: <laughs> just but take whatever. a scene study class. You know, you know, yeah, go.
3: that's that's it. <laughs> you know, it's, that's that's all LA. Um, but you know, New York, um, it's you know, it's a lot more about. Um, oh, where did you go to school? Who did you? Exactly. You know, who did you train with? You know, what what classes are you currently taking? But, you know, like that that type of the deal. So, you know, I'm I'm on set, and and mind you, I've never. I don't have you no know, real experience in this either. So I'm just kind of like memorizing my lines. And, you know, it's just like, to me, it's, oh, we, we play and pretend, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I pretend like you and, you know, we, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get at you. So, I mean, even with that, you know, you, you you pull from, you know, real experiences and things like that. So, you know, I've, I've clearly tried to get at a girl and try right. to talk to her and stuff like that. So, you know, even though it's pretend like... The fact that I was able to see how these other actors like prepare for sets and um mm-hmm. prepare for i mean prepare for scenes and you know the way that they um you know uh stay focused in between takes and stuff like that, like you mm-hmm. know I'm looking at their script and they got notes in here and squigglies and all this other stuff, and I'm like, yo, I didn't even know you could write on this paper like <laughs> you know like, you know they got all kind of stuff on here, you know what I'm saying so you know that it was that's it was hilarious. I was able to learn a lot a lot a lot from them. Um, you know, in 2015, and that's when my acting career started. And at that point in time, I was like, yeah, I definitely could see myself doing this um, forever. And you know, I, that's when modeling kind of took a, a backseat very quickly. But um, <clears throat> you know, I felt like modeling is something you can always do. You know what I mean? Like just any, as long as you continue to build a brand for yourself. You know what I mean? Like somebody's going to ask you to to represent them in some type of way, and which is modeling.
2: So let's tell everybody what is Tough Love like. If you had to describe like what the show is about, you know.
3: So Tough Love is a romantic drama. Um, it's about uh, black love and um, the challenges that we have um, inside of our community as well mm-hmm. as outside of our community. Um, It discusses uh, millennials, specifically, um, and the challenges that we have, um, you know, trying to grow up and, um, you know, not only grow up within ourselves, but, you know, pull our friends up and pull our loved ones up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just um, how how do you do that in this, this new world? Because the thing about it is that, like, the world that we live in now, and I'm not even you know, I'm only 28 years old, I'll be 29 this year, but, you know, the the world that I live in now is different from <laughs> the world that I grew up in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and it's, uh, I'm not, you know, I just grew up recently, <laughs> so
4: it's like, yeah, it's like, how did it change? So, you're gonna
2: keep doing that, too, you're gonna keep yeah. having phases where you're like, oh, I don't do that no more, so it's like,
3: um, man, it's like, you know, how do we, how do we, um, you know, go through all of this, and then, um, you know, it also speaks about, like, some of the, uh, the sociological facts of, um, you know, the struggles that we as Black people have, um, you know, with finance, finances and, you know, just so many different things that, that we um, are just already born into, you know, so how do we navigate through this and still try and create a happy life in, in this world, you know, like. Pursuing greater things, so you know it's super, super, super dope show. Um, it was originally shot in New York, um, but the most recent season was shot in LA. And I'm one. I was going to
2: ask, you, are you here now?
3: Yeah, so I'm living in LA. I've been here for four years. All right. um, I've been here since 2017. All right. um, the season finale of Tough Love the in New York was in 2016. Right. And the first season of that was only six episodes. Um, the most recent season is 10 episodes long. Right. That's the season that was uh, picked up by TV One.
4: Right.
3: Um, right. And I still, I still return as Keith. I, I was not in season two or season three, so this was Keith's official return oh, um, right. to Tough Love. And I was only um, one of two characters that was brought back from the original uh, Tough Love in New York.
2: Oh, wow. Interesting. And, I didn't is, so. know that. Interesting. Is that, is that, be- well, I'm not going to ask you, is that because you're here? <laughs> but I think it's convenient. Um, right. But, I, but, but that, that's a trip because, um, I was thinking about your going from, so it was like a web series that became, you know, ended up get, mm-hmm. becoming a show. The good thing is yep. they shot, they were smart enough to shoot these, you know, 22, 24 minute mm-hmm. episodes as opposed to, you know, mm-hmm six minutes or twenty, you know whatever yeah. so it was it was it, they did it in a way that they could absolutely go out there and license it to different places so yeah I think the, um, which is really smart
3: it ended up getting nominated for um several different emmys too that's nice yeah so they and that was um in 2017 or 2018 mm-hmm. i believe when it had it had a, like about three or four emmy nominations nice so yeah i'm i'm very very excited to (laughs) to be a part of that and um giants is another project that i've worked on that was recognized in the emmys It actually won a couple of different emmys and i have a feature role in that where i play myself Mm um you play yourself i do yeah i do i play myself (laughs) i play seriously i play eric um it's not it's not long it's only like a couple minutes but uh pretty much like uh it's this scene where They're, like, interviewing guys to join his, like, um, promotion team. And as they're, like, interviewing different guys, like, you see all of these different guys pop up, and they're, like, asking them different questions. Um, And this is funny, too, because we shot this in 2017 when I had just moved to New York, I mean, to L.A. So in the interview, they're asking you questions. They're like, yo, so tell us about yourself. I'm like, oh, my name's Eric. You know, I'm new to L.A., blah, 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 so actually like. Just being telling the truth. Oh, you but, really just telling the truth. Yeah, I'm right, like tell telling the truth. But <laughs> but yeah, so it was uh, it was super cool too. And that actually did um, win an in me too. So I was I was happy to be a part of that as well. And that's on B T plus right now. It used to be on um, Issa Rae's YouTube channel. Right. Um but they, they sold it to B T plus.
2: That's good. Here's the thing I like about Tough Love. Um, and you you were saying it earlier. I mean it really does tap into conversations that we as black people have. You know, I mean, of course, it's a very straight show, but mm-hmm. it's still, it, mm-hmm. it, it brings up conversations that men and women talk about behind closed doors a lot, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and it's brought to the surface, you know, and, and, and that's one of the things that, I, that as I was watching over the weekend, like just catching up on some of the epi- episodes to see what's going on, yeah. I was like, oh, they really do tap into, like, the real, real of what's mm-hmm. down. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. That down. That, that's, that's the part of it I think I like the most, is why I think it resonates for the audience you guys have, is, is they can relate to the conversations and the yeah. arguments and the dilemmas and the things that the characters are going through on that mm-hmm. particular show, <clears throat> because they're things that we as Black people know, but we don't necessarily say aloud. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. that's the thing that I always like. You know, um, whether it's your character or somebody else's character wanting to sleep with somebody mm-hmm. if they don't say it and they just walk out the door like whatever the it's like, mm-hmm. little, it's like little stuff that's going on in your head and it's mm-hmm. very the people who wrote and, and created the show, um, I'd be curious to interview them at some point. Maybe we can connect that at some point.
3: Yeah, I definitely uh, could make that happen.
2: And uh, we have like 300,000 people listen to the show you know, over, over the years, whatever. And so uh, we have a pretty good audience. But um, I'd be curious to find out from them one of, one of the devices that they use, I'm kind of going all over the place, forgive me, is the, the, everybody's on the phone,
4: right? Mm-hmm.
2: All the mm-hmm. time. Which is a very millennial thing, as we all mm-hmm. know, the Gen X thing, <laughs> right? And at first, it jarred me when I was watching it. Because I was going, this, they're on their fucking phone too much. Okay, get off their fucking phone. You know, that's what I was thinking at first. But mm-hmm. the more I watched it, I realized it was a device that that is actually how you guys see the world. Yeah. You know, it's literally through it. So I had to take off my um, 50 years old fucking mindset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. go, okay, the kids are literally on their fucking phone all day. That's mm-hmm. how they view it. Mm-hmm. They don't have many conversations. Their conversations are in text, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why these these scenes actually do work, you know. And But I had to take a step back and go, why is this working? And I was like, oh, this is why it's working, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's
3: real. This is what, yeah. this is what's going on right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I'm, I'm saying that's why I would love to talk to the creators of the show at some point, you know, me and the team. You know, because I think that it is something that's out there that is. I think it's real. I think you guys talk about a lot of real shit that's happening. You mm-hmm. know, even it's you know the the black guy dating a white girl. You know, and 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 somebody walks, yeah. up, gives them a nod, there's like little yeah. shit like that, and uh-huh. she's like, "Do you know him?" He's like, "No, it's just."
3: no seriously it's seriously. just something
2: we do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like little little shit like that it turns into a big argument turns out mm-hmm. she thought he, mm-hmm. he really was like the typical white girl who was like oh but i know they're black but you're you're not really one of them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like those those are the conversations we have and that's what i found myself being more and more drawn to um the more i'd watch an episode like every episode had some moment like that yeah it's you know, so I, mean, I, I mean to go off on a rant, but...
3: No, you're cool. And that's, that's one of the reasons why, like I said, like I feel like, you know, any and everybody, um, you know, can watch the show, you know, whether it be, you know, black people of mm-hmm. all ages watching it and being entertained, because like you said, um, you know, even if we removed the phone from the, the story, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, the conversations are still the same, you know what I mean? And that's, that's one of the things that, is, to me, I feel like is almost a little unfortunate as well, is how long we have been having you know these same conversations um you know but uh yeah so i think that um even people that um you know are not um you know black or cultured or you know can can watch it and Mm -hmm. even learn some things too because like i said it's a a lot of um facts that they that they put into the show on purpose a lot of studies and um you know conclusions that have come from these studies that you know, show how um, unfortunately we are just uh, have been built to be um, disadvantaged in the yeah. system. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice. No, it's, it's it's still entertaining though. Still, definitely very entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. My character in this season was a little more. Um, <laughs> I would say he was more of a, uh, a asshole. I guess <laughs> it was much more, much more of an asshole. So you got to be yourself. The mean, I said. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. You're funny. That's, that's what, that's what, that's what my friends, the people that know me were saying.
2: <laughs> the people that because know it's me. Because. <laughs>
3: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, the first, the first season, um, you know, Keith, he, uh, was trying to get at this girl who. You know, it was just kinda of like over guys. She was like the player and you know, I was like the good guy and I'm trying to show her like, oh, it's good guys out here. But um that didn't end up working out heartbreak and left. <laughs> and when I left, all of the fans were like, Yo, when is Keith coming back? Like, what's gonna happen with the story? You know, are they gonna get back together? You know, I wasn't in season two, I wasn't in season three. Right. So, um and uh what some people may not also know as well is that um, this tough love LA it wasn't even supposed to necessarily be tough love LA like it was going to be like tough love season four so they yeah. were going to continue the story with the same cast mm-hmm. um, you know and bring Keith back but what ended up happening was uh, COVID happened so uh-huh. right. um, you know when the world ended and everybody like went into <laughs> panic mode you know mm-hmm. everybody had different. Um, opinions on how they wanted to live the rest of their days <laughs> and um some uh, or not some but you know pretty much all of the cast was like yo we not we not coming to LA you know we going we going to stay out in New York so mm-hmm. they had to um come up with a new direction for it uh-huh. and re- rewrite it mm-hmm. and you know I don't know what my story would have been but um and this one I come back into the show um, with uh, one of the main characters, and I'm trying to get at her. Apparently, me and her had dated at one point in time.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, we had like some drama; it Same didn't story. go well. Story? Yeah, her name is yeah. Story. Yep, her name is Story like in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at some point in time, we were dating, uh, but things didn't go well. Um, and now I pop back up at her door, trying to get her back. Um, mm-hmm. Spontaneously. So he's just out of the blue. And uh, yeah, so it's that's that's pretty much what I'm doing this this season is, is trying to get her back when in the first season I was I was trying to convince somebody of love. But in this season, I've already <laughs> I've already broken her heart and you know, I'm trying to like get her back. So, you know, that's for cute. the people that haven't seen it yet, definitely check out Tough Love L.A. Um, it has over a million views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if you you don't have cable, definitely go on YouTube. Yeah, you can yeah. watch them
2: all there. They're all there.
3: Like, yeah, you can watch them all there, all 10 episodes. Well, really, you can watch all four seasons of Tough Love. Um, you know, if you wanted to go all the way back to the New York uh, mm-hmm. show. I think um, it was really cool, too, just being able to, obviously, work um, in both of these locations. Um, but um, one of the reasons why I'm forever thankful for Tough Love and I know you brought up the um, the writer and, I mean, the creators of the show, their name is mm-hmm. uh, Caleb and Ronnie Davis. It's okay. a husband and wife um, combo. And, uh, uh, you know, one writes, one shoots type of thing. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm forever grateful to them because, as I mentioned, you know, that was my first ever acting role. Um, it was my first <laughs> ever Emmy nominated, you know, project that I was able to be a part of. Right. And um, this was also the first... A project that I have been able to be on national TV on as well, so nice. I, I think that the way life works is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my, my t- in the middle of a pandemic with the same show that I started with is the <laughs> one that, that gets me on TV. So right. you know that was that's I'm forever thankful to.
2: Hey, that's that's the thing. Uh, let me ask you about a couple little things before I let you go. Um, so we were talking about your your body earlier right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me ask you about your tats. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
2: how, how long have you had them? and Have you had them as many as you do now? Because you, you damn near got sleeves on there and your right. whole body is covered so I'm curious. Now I know when Tyson the model came out, he was like one of the first models that was like really muscular and with like a tattoo or two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and it was like, oh, he's got tattoos mm-hmm. but now it's like, you know, 2021 mm-hmm. and it's, like, you see it a lot more like mm-hmm. just like, the whole subgenre of cats with Tat- tattoos yeah did, did you find yourself in that world where where by the time you got in it was a lot more okay or or what
3: so that's that's also a very um a very good question so um I got all of my tattoos before I thought anything about um entertainment okay. um you know when I got my tattoos I was just being a rebel um <laughs> you know my, i got my I got my first tattoo at 16 and um i rem- <laughs> my uh it was i was working my um little uh, short story on that one so um <laughs> i was i was working a summer job uh, as a as a caddy on a golf course yeah. So, you know, um, golf games. <laughs> I would have never
2: are, thought you would have said that, that's hilarious, <laughs> yeah,
3: man. So, I know, I know, I know a little bit about golf. That's what's
2: up, that's what's you up.
3: Know, got some, you know, some culture, culture, man, Some <laughs> diversity, <laughs> but uh, no, so I um, I'm working a summer job at the uh, golf course, and you know, golf games are pretty long, 18 holes, you right. know. Um, so, uh, so my parents dropped me off, uh, I can't remember which one dropped me off, but you know, like. You know, I'm supposed to be there for a few hours. So I already had everything set up. I had the homie uh, waiting for me at the at the golf course. So as soon as uh, I got dropped off and they peeled off, I hopped in his car. We went to his cousin's house and I got a tattoo in the kitchen.
4: Wow. <laughs> at, at, home, six, kitchen.
3: at 16. Wow. And uh, went back to the job, uh, called my parents, like, yeah, I'm done with work. They came, picked me up. <laughs> And they they never they never found out about the tattoo until like I sh- until I showed it to them. Yeah. And the only reason why I ended up showing it to them is because uh, they had found out that I had lost my virginity. And then I was like I was like you know what? There's one more thing to tell you. Wow. <laughs> so they just showed them the tattoo, and I remember it's so funny too because like I was so scared, like I was about to get hit because we was in the car. So I'm like, ah oh, snap! I'm about to, I'm definitely about to get hit now. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I show, I show him the tat, and like he, my dad, he like reached over and like I jumped because I thought he's about to hit me, but he, but he just he like he rubbed my chest because he thought he thought That's it was hilarious. like a fake. He thought it was like a fake tattoo. Like he like rubbed it, like <laughs> okay. trying to rub it off. T- real. <laughs> you know,
4: he tried
3: to like rub it off, and it's like it's done for.
2: That's hilarious. <laughs>
3: but um yeah, so I, I i haven't got any tattoos um i got my last tattoos i want to say like around like um 19 i haven't got any tattoos So all the, those tattoos by, you've had yeah i got them quick man i got wow. like i got like 11 tattoos 11 12 tattoos in like like six months
2: oh wow there's, there's one in particular that i love <clears throat> is the one on your chest right now, i'm mm-hmm. going back to the pj video right
4: mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah
2: we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec um so i don't remember what it is but it's fucking badass but then you got this superman the phoenix the
3: phoenix and the fire superman it. was the first tattoo
2: okay because it's kira here's here's the interesting thing that i thought right mm-hmm. just read because you know tattoos say a lot about you right mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I remember watching the video And I watched it again and I paused it And I was looking at the tattoos and I was going What is that? And I was like oh it's a bird It's like. I was trying to figure out what it was Where I knew it was wings, I just wasn't sure what it was But the, the, the Superman Thing I was like Did he like, ta-? this is what I was thinking initially I was like did he tattoo Like some broad's name On there a long time ago It was like fuck that I'm covering that shit It almost looks like it's a cover yeah, The way that it's sitting there
3: that's funny.
2: You know what I mean? So yeah. That's, I was like, I could ask him about that. That's curious to me.
3: Um, no. So that actually was my very first um tattoo, and mm-hmm. there's a little story with that too. So when I got the tattoo, um, you know, I've always been a big Superman superhero fan, stuff like that. Like even to this day, I still watch everything DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, so the super Superman was my first tattoo because I, I like helping people. You know he's he all you know he's almost unstoppable. Do the right thing, type of dude, all of that stuff. So um, you know I get it. And originally it uh, it wasn't as dark as it was. It had it had my name Jordan inside of the S. Oh really? And it said yeah I got this at sixteen, right? So my whole whole life I thought my name was spelled with a D A N. Um, and when it was time okay. to get my driver's license, I had to get mm-hmm. my birth certificate, right? So right. I get my birth certificate, and my birth certificate say D-O-N.
2: O-N. I'm like, what the fuck?
3: <laughs> like, everything that
2: y'all done bought
3: me, even the stuff that they were buying me, has A. The
2: dude behind you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, everything. <laughs> I was born in 92. Come on, That's man. You know, A-M. he was going crazy in 92. Yeah. So I'm mean, like, come on, man. Like, here it is. Everything that I have says A-N. And then my birth certificate says O-N. Come to find out this was back in the day before like computers and shit, so they used to have to write the name on the uh birth certificate, and my grandmother is the one that wrote my name, mm. and they read her her a as an o mm. and that's that's what was on my social security card and wow. you know my birth certificate and all of that and when my mom found out about it. Um, when at this time, like I said, like 16, I'm like, how you didn't already fucking know, but whatever, <laughs> you know, when she found out about it, she was really upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we found out that what was going on. Like my mom and dad were in the, the room. My mom was clearly like out of it. She told her to write the name. They had already talked about what they wanted, but mm-hmm. you know, the, whoever typed it in the system just read the, the A as a O, O and that's where the O wow. came from. And,
2: so do you um, go,
3: do you go by the A or the O? It's the oh so that's so that's where the story so um so like I said originally I had the A N and the um in the Superman. So when I was like uh like I wanna say like um around like twenty or something like that, I ended up uh getting it getting it covered up covered in because I had a conversation with her. I was like, Yo, like, you know, you clearly wanted the A N, like do you want me to just go change it like You know officially and stuff like that she was like nah nah, like you know it's the O.N. you just keep it blah 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 so when she said that that's when i just covered up the um the i just made this the s darker
1: yeah that's it looks bold yeah yeah that's
3: that's, i just made it darker because i had to cut i had to like shade it in you know and stuff like that but but that was my very first um tattoo and then the uh the, the the phoenix the bird is a is a phoenix and um, across my chest at the top, it says, Rise from the Ashes. So, mm-hmm. a Phoenix, um, you know, it's just like the city of Detroit, mm-hmm. you know, burnt down to the ground. City of LA, too, burnt down to the ground. You know, we're we, we not done. We're rising from the ashes. Right. And, um, you know, that's what the story of a, of a Phoenix bird is. You know, it poofs in the fire, burns up, turns literally into ashes, and then comes from ashes right back into a beautiful bird.
2: Nice. That's good. I'm curious about that. So let's talk about um, really quick um, that PJ video. You, How does it feel? How did you get that?
3: So um, to social media, honestly. Um, I've seen um, something about a casting, whether it was somebody, I think maybe somebody sent it to me. Um, sent like I think she had something on her DM, or I mean on her DM, uh, on her page saying that she was casting for a video and she was looking for two two male leads, so or maybe it was even one. But um, either way, um, when somebody sent that to me, because I didn't know who she was at the time, um, and that's, that's how I know somebody sent it to me. So I um, looked at her page, and I'm like, oh, her music's dope, she's dope. She's you dope. Oh, she's yeah, dope. Uh, yeah, her yeah. music's dope, she's dope. I'm like, yo, like, you know, if you... I'm like, oh, I'm available, what's up? Um, so she called, um, she called me, we, we DM'd. Um, We had a conversation on the phone. She told me what's going on. Um, I put her, her manager and my manager had a conversation, Um, you know, set up everything, Um, actually officially meet her on the video set. Video set was super, super dope. Um, Mm -hmm. I had definitely, I had already liked the song, um, had already liked the original song, (laughs) you know what I mean? And um, when she told me what she wanted me to do, I'm like, oh, shit, well. I gotta get some sit ups going real quick, exactly. I get this right.
4: <laughs>
3: and um, it's funny too, because even on set, um, you can ask them. Like I was still on set doing like push ups and stuff in between <laughs> like in between takes. That's I'm like, you we gotta, gotta get
4: this, gotta we do.
3: gotta get this right, mm-hmm. man. Oiled yeah. up and everything. Yeah. Um, but no, PJ, PJ was amazing. Her, all her people was amazing. Um yeah, in the song. She's super super talented, and um, I did not know that she um and common were close, so uh when she dropped the video common uh reposted it, and he posted the whole video um on his instagram mm-hmm. so you know it's it's funny to me how much publicity I actually get um without um so i'm I'm really excited to like see how far you know, I can continue to take this, you know, until people actually, like, you know, can see see me on his, his page and be like, oh, that's
2: that's Eric, you
3: know, kind of thing, yeah. so well, I'm, you're doing, I'm really, really excited.
2: <clears throat> you're doing the right thing. I mean, I always tell the story, there's a, there's a story that I remember from the 70s, if I recall, John Travolta, I don't know if you ever heard the story, so if I'm repeating it, forgive me, and I'm just paraphrasing the story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, in essence, John Travolta was on Welcome Back Carter TV series, mm-hmm. Houston, right in the 70s. And he walked into his agent's offices, like, look, I want to be the next, you know, whatever. I want to be a big, you know, superstar. What do I need to do? You know, mm-hmm. I want to say he wasn't making but five, 10 grand a month on that show, which is not a lot of money when you're one of the stars of a big show, right? But this is mm-hmm. season one. Right. <clears throat> so he said, you need to take about five grand of your money and put it to a publicist. Right, and he says I'm going to send you to the top person, right, and they're going to put you on the cover of every magazine and blah 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 and this and this, and your life will change. So he did. So all of a sudden he's on the cover of Teen Beat and this and this and this and all the rest of the cast is way down in season two or three. It's all focused on his character
4: because he mm-hmm. became the star, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
2: And then of course his five grand a week went to thirty, <laughs> you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So. The reason I'm saying that is you have to be investing in yourself. Right? So, because um, 'cause you're your PR person, reach out to me. I think it's smart for you to have one. I think it's smart yeah. to become that person who does that, you know.
3: Thank you. Great. And that's, that's a that's a um, you know, and you know, shout out to Rocky too, because um I actually met him through Clubhouse. Okay. And this was recently and the reason why, um, like you said, with that investing in yourself, you know, I um I um took advantage of the opportunity to like just speak up and you know let people know what it is that I'm looking for what I'm what I'm trying to do what I want to do you know right. and um and Rocky you know he um was attracted to my story I, you know my character mm-hmm. you know we had a conversation and um you know I was um really impressed with what he was doing too you know what I mean like the direction that he has been and is going you know, so um, that's a very, very new relationship as well. But it's I wish that I would have been working with him, you know, six, seven years ago. You know what I mean? And that's right. that's one thing that I've never had um, throughout my career is. But, a but, but
2: timing is everything. And where you are now, you know, you have to have something behind your stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what he sells. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that you're on an Emmy nominated show, the fact mm-hmm. you're in this viral video, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So he needs something. So yeah. if you don't have those things. What are you selling? You know right.
3: what I mean? Well so, I mean so I've always been good like good but that's the thing, like I've 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 been blessed, you know, to always be working. You know, I've I've done, you know, short films with Travis Scott, you know, I'm in one of his projects that was produced by Apple Music that they actually shot in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm I'm in that. You know, it's it's I mean I I can go down like I said, I even as a model, you know, I had tons of like successes as a model tons of magazine features and things like that but that was all literally just like instagram emails with like my old manager and um you know he didn't even have like i told you he was in detroit doing all of this so you know um i think for me it's also been like um you know my my team as well since i said like a lot of this has been like learning as i go you know i've i've been meeting people as I go to and, you know, trying to, um, find the right relationships and, um, develop trust and, you know, all of these different things. Right. Um, so, you know, and like I said, just coming up as my own is like, you're not getting many referrals until people get to mm-hmm. know you. And it takes time yeah. for people to get to know you, um, yeah. and want to open up those, those doors. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, um i have been very persistent um i don't plan on stopping anytime soon and um you know just the fact that i'm still um receiving different blessings is the reason why i continue to go down um this road you know definitely with covid and everything being shut down you know it was, it was a lot of different um you know thoughts and fears and doubts and stuff like that but mm-hmm. you know we actually shot Tough love la during the pandemic and wow. during a fucking pandemic I was on national TV, you know, while a lot of people are like looking for work, you know, I'm, you know, blessed to still be able to make things happen. So, okay. um, for whatever reason that these doors are opening for me, you know, I, it's, it's up to me to walk through them. Were you, turn were you able
2: to get a, an agent here to rep you as an actor too?
3: Yes, I do. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, even with that, you know, there's, there's, hundreds of agencies so it's like you know how do you find the right one you know those are it's it's a lot of process with everything it's, it's definitely a lot of process but um for me i think that it's just what kind of keeps me going is I, I do things that i enjoy doing um and i just continue to try and uh remember who i am okay. and why i'm doing what i'm doing
2: interesting have you now i know that you got your tough love tough love t-shirt on right now oh it's yeah. really cool I don't know why I don't have my own, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, have you have you been recognized? And when was the first time you ever recognized for that show?
3: For tough love,
2: yeah. Have you been recognized? Um, not in any
3: um, awards or anything like no,
2: that. No, I no, mean, I meant mm-hmm. as far as like just being on the street, you know, going oh, to rock yeah, shows yeah, or like whatever. Yeah. Fuck, like, yeah,
3: fuck, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, hell yeah! Actually, because um the reason why I was even able to. Uh, get onto giants so quickly was because they knew me from um, Tough Love, okay. and something that's really interesting to me um, that I've I've discovered from working in the entertainment industry and in and in big markets is that people will know who you are and act like they don't. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, like because they want to like, pay
2: you less. That's yeah, what. yeah,
3: yeah. Like they'll uh, <laughs> they'll know who you are completely and just act like they don't, or you know they'll like yeah like they'll they'll literally act like they don't know you just to like see who you are you know what i mean like like especially if they've never met you before but they know who you are it's like oh let me let me just go be around him and see like if he's who i think he is type of thing or whatever um but because of the momentum that tough love the original season had um when i moved out to la there were people that that had already watched tough love just from You know, that that YouTube, film, community, short film, black art creator, Mm -hmm. content creator, New York and L.A. are, you know, brother and sister. So, you know, it was a lot of people that that actually did know about the show, knew about me and stuff like that, Um, you know, and didn't say anything. Um, and until like later, you know what I mean? Like later in conversation, like, oh yeah, I watched that. If you watch that, how the hell you don't know me then? Because I'm, I'm in four hours of this. Shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always try to like play it off and be like, oh, well maybe it's cause I got a beard now or, right. you know, something like that. But, but yeah, so, um, no, I have definitely gotten, um, but you gotta you know,
2: remember this, you gotta remember this, Keith. Um, so I'm about to call you by your name. <laughs> right. see, that's that's why. That's how i have to get to. That's yeah. why, is because people remember your character name. Yeah. So when they see you, it's hard to put the two and two together. Mm-hmm. You know that's why, and that's why as you as you grow and keep being blessed and getting more shows, <clears throat> this is why nine times out of ten you will see like Tina Fey or you know Raymond. You know everybody does things where their first name is who they are because they yeah. don't want to be called Keith when their name is Eric exactly (laughs) you know what i mean like shit like that starts to happen as you grow you know so that but that's partly why because people can't discern the two you know they don't know how to separate the two you know so take it as a compliment (laughs) um Cool. Well let me uh well thank you so much for hanging with me, man. This has been awesome. Like I said, I gotta check and make sure we are able to keep all that shit. Um, yeah. Um no go ahead, let me let me let know, know again, if
3: this if you um, you know, if you weren't if it didn't save, you know, I I'm more than happy to do this again with you. Okay. Um you know, even if you wanna do it with your team, whatever. Yeah. You know, if you want to take a break, eat some breakfast, call me back again, <laughs> you know, just let All me know. I'm very sorry about that. Like I said, I, I literally just unplugged my headset because mm-hmm. I saw my phone was about to die. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I, I definitely don't want it to die in the car. I have no <laughs> idea why it hung up the phone call. I just unplugged in that, So I have
2: no idea why it stopped recording, too. But so it is what it is. Um, so let me, while I have you right quick, Where where can people find you? you know, on Instagram, Twitter, you know, what's, what's your handle?
3: Yeah. So, um, everything is Eric Jordan. titwell um, you know, my full government, you type that in on Google <laughs> and, uh, literally everything pops up my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, um, old pictures, new pictures. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you see a young Eric, you know what I mean? You see a 22 year old boy, <laughs> uh but yeah, no, it's literally I know it sounds kinda cheesy, but um that's 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 how it's set up. It's super easy that way. You type that in and everything pops up. And um I'm actually in the process of finalizing a website um that you can just go to Eric dot com and um, everything will be there as well. Um but yeah, so you type that in, and everything pops up.
2: Awesome. Cool. And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. I say Twitter like I'm cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at Hilliard Guest. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Clubhouse, everything. Same thing, Hilliard Guest. Um, you want to follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you listen to, we're everywhere. Google Play. Um, same thing, Screenwriters Rant Room. Um, also, uh, if you guys want to buy some merch You know, all that Support us, we're at screenwritersrr.com um, All that shit Like I said, Lisa and Chris hopefully be back next week And uh, we'll be bringing you Actually, I think I might have a show to come on next week, I'm not sure um, I was talking to some friends I'm supposed to be interviewing Malcolm Spellman soon um, From the new um, um, uh, Marvel show Winter. I always forget the Winter Soldier It's going to be crazy Anyway, there's a lot of good shit coming up in the new year. In the new year, like it just started. Ain't that a bitch? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little out of it. I just turned in a big assignment on Friday. I'm fucking just fried. Um, anyway, so anyway, but thanks, man. I appreciate you coming and hanging with us today. Um, like I said, if I need you, I'll hit up Rocky and get back to you, you know, in the next hour or so, and I'll let you know what's up. Cool?
3: Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, just let me know. Um, do we have each other on Instagram, too? Like.
2: Uh, no, I'm going to follow you as soon as we're done. I'm going to follow you. Mine is right, just my name. Cool. Hilliard, Hilliard Guess.
3: I see you, man. I'm not, I'm not that popular, man. I see you. <laughs> but, but yeah, thank you so much for having hey, me. Man. Thanks again, for coming down, man. the little disconnect. Yeah. But yeah, any time, man, and keep doing what you're doing. This was an amazing conversation. Thank
2: man. you. I, by the way, I have a new, the show that I just turned in is a show that takes place in the Iron City, by the way.
3: So, oh, there it is.
2: You're going to trip when you see this show. You're going to trip. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, man. All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you coming on. Um, Like I said, let me just do my little tag to get on up out of here. We appreciate everybody for listening to the show. Thank you guys very much. Um, Please follow Finish Line Script Competition. If you guys have got some cool-ass scripts you want to submit, they're doing a lot of good stuff over there. Excuse me. Um, Also... um, um, Boy, there's so much stuff going on that I want to tell you guys about. Oh, I want to give you a special shout-out to my, to my dude, Anwar, for donating $200 to the show. That was hella awesome. Um, I came home for Christmas, and I've been back and forth to, to Scottsdale um, the, last, the last month or two, so I didn't realize, but he had actually sent some, sent some money. So thank you very much um, for donating to the show. That was hella awesome to, our, um, to the show. We appreciate that. So anyway, thank you guys again. Um, you know how we do it on the rant room. On the show, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it Wakanda forever. Peace, y'all. Thanks, Eric. Talk to you later, Thank buddy. Thank you. Thank you.
1: i say what I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the rant room. Welcome to the Rant Room.
0: This episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by the Tyrota Finish Line Social Impact Script Competition. It's back for a second year in a row. The competition will again celebrate film and television scripts that seek to raise awareness and inspire change regarding urgent issues with critical relevance across our society now, such as racial, gender, or economic inequality, climate change, drug addiction, the broken foster care system, gun violence, and much more. The competition especially encourages submissions from historically underrepresented writers. The Tyrota Finish Line Script Competition runs from January 18th through June 10th. Please go to Film Freeway and learn how to submit your script.